Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately. All right. Welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining me. I'm Allison Melody. Today, I've got one of your favorites, returning champion, Katie Krimitzos. She is a meditation influencer and podcast network creator and good friend of the show. She's been on so many episodes, I lost count, and she's one of my favorite people. I feel like we spend all of our time together, even though we live in different states, because I wake up to her meditations and I fall asleep to her meditations and I take her meditations on the plane with me when I need to rest. So it's just like we hang out all the time. So thank God she still takes my phone calls and texts me back. Um, So excited to have her on the show. Katie Kermitsos is a mom, a wife, an adventurer, a podcaster, a seeker, and a champion. Maker. Katie is committed to brightening the light of women all around the world through her work under the Women's Meditation Network. These are guided meditation podcasts and resources created for women to help them consciously create lives they love. She's got eight podcasts in her network. You guys know this because you hear me talk about the podcasts on Food Heals, right? You've heard me talk about the Meditation for Women podcast. You've heard me talk about ambient sounds, water and nature, sleep meditation. That's the one I fall asleep to. There's also sleep sounds. There's also the morning meditation for women. There's daily affirmations and there's sleep meditation for women, three hours. So that means, you know, you can, it'll run for three hours while you listen. Uh, Katie is crushing it, you guys. Katie's network of podcasts are getting 4 million downloads per month, and she's at at about 70 million lifetime downloads. So I'm just so proud of her. I'm so proud of how far she's come, and it's just a pleasure to have her on the show. All right, next up, my interview with Katie. Roll it, Roxy. The Food Hills Podcast starts now. All right, Food Heals Nation, please join me in welcoming Katie Kermitzos back to the show. Allison, <laughs> I, I feel I feel really honored that I get like a singing intro. That's quite nice. Oh my gosh, I know. Sometimes I sing because I think I'm Oprah and I don't know why, but it's just a thing. It's a tick. It's it's one of my ticks. <laughs> it's endearing. It's so it's it's a lot better than just your like, hey, welcome. What's up? <laughs> hey, welcome, dude. What's up, Katie? No, sometimes I'll sing your name like Katie Kremitzos. <laughs> See, I love it. But you can't not smile when you're introduced that way. And you've been on the show now more times than I can count. So I've probably sang your name before. I can't even remember. <laughs> it's quite nice. I feel very honored. You're basically a regular. Maybe you're just a co-host. You want to just be a co-host? <laughs> sure, let's do Honorary it. co-host. Okay. <laughs> and we've talked about a lot of topics, though, like healing asthma, I think, was your first episode in my yeah. I know I was in LA with Susie when we talked about that, healing your daughter's psoriasis. I remember I was in Florida talking about that. Yeah. Meditation, uh, we talked about multiple times. Yeah. You know, We talked about it here in my Nashville house. We talked about it in Florida at fun events like PodFest. I mean- Everywhere, just, basically. Have, yeah. And we also have these really great offline conversations. And like whenever we catch up on the phone or in person, it's like our conversations are always so deep, so real. And I'm always like, God, I wish I was recording this with Katie, you know, I know. for the show. Oh, I know. I uh, Well, I feel like that's sort of the 
beautiful brand that you have grown here, which is, yes, I'm attracted to food heals and it, it speaks to this real deep craving to to live naturally and in line with my body and all that sort of stuff. But I feel like when you're someone who sort of embodies that belief system, you believe in all these other really great things and you live your life in in very unique ways that we talk about very intentionally, very, you know, wanting to create a life of happiness and fullness and intention and all those sorts of things. I think they all, it's all part of the same conversation in this multifaceted life that we're living. Yeah. And I think the word heal is like the theme of my life because yeah, the show is food heals and I discovered food and nutrition first. But then I went on this absolute journey of mind, body, spirit, alternative medicine, things like yoga, meditation, exercise, clearing my mind, like learning how to be really present and not be in the future and worry or in the past and depression. It doesn't mean that doesn't happen, please. I'm just saying like healing took on this whole new meaning when I realized how multifaceted that word really was and how many things contribute to our either healing or lack thereof. Right. Right. So true. It's so true. Yeah. And that's why I love listening to your meditations because they heal me just a little bit every day, (laughs) every night. Well, then you're getting the end result of the intention I'm putting out through them. So I'm so happy. Thank you. Yes. And you have, okay, Food Heals Nation. I have trouble doing one podcast. Katie, (laughs) how many podcasts do you have? Right now I have eight. Eight (laughs) podcasts. (laughs) Okay. You, my friend Laura Powers, my friend JJ Flazanes, also both regulars, all three of you have... I mean, you could make, we could make a network with all your podcasts because both of them have like seven or eight as well. And I'm just in awe of you women. You guys are incredible. Well, I can't, I mean, I can't take all the credit. I feel like um, if you would have asked me four years ago and even three years ago, so four years ago is when I started the network with the very first podcast, Meditation for Women. And if you would have asked me then when I was pregnant and about to have a baby too, my second baby, like, I'd be like, there is no way four episodes a month. That's all I can handle. I could barely keep up with that. And if you would have asked me a year later, I would have said the same thing. Like, there's no way I could do more. And, you know, I feel like over the years, I have been forced um, in a good way into situations that have forced me to expand my mindset on what's possible in line with what I really want to achieve. And it's it's really made me think differently, very differently about what's possible. I would have I would have thought four years ago, if I'm doing a second podcast, I'm doing double the work. If I'm doing eight more podcasts, I'm doing eight times the work. And that's not the math that that actually occurs. And so it's been a journey of relearning the math of uh, of mindset and like what's possible, right? When we lead with that question. The math of mindset and what's possible. That's such a great topic. And I know one of the topics that relates to that, that we wanted to discuss today that you're passionate about just came up for me actually um, when I was in LA catching up with a friend and she was down and she said, you know, 2022 isn't out of my system yet. Um, She had a really hard holiday season and she said, I am just surviving. And one of the things that you and I like to talk about is how to, to get ourselves from survival mode, from just surviving to thriving. So what is some of your advice for doing that? And what if we haven't shaken off last year? What if we're still dealing with the trauma of the holidays or something that's happened recently to us that's holding us back 
from thriving? Oh, that's such a great question. And I want to hone in on this holiday season because you brought that up. I think that's a really poignant example. So I'll give you this example. I am one of those people who is super blessed with a big family. They all live out in Arizona. I'm in Florida. I have three other siblings or two other siblings who are outside of Arizona, but everyone else is in Arizona. So just about every Christmas for us, for my family here in Florida, we fly back to Arizona. It's this big Arizona get together. If the other siblings come, that's amazing. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But it's this, like we love, it is a special time. All the cousins are getting to play. So from the outside, it looks amazing, right? Like all the pictures would show like family time, yay. Yeah. What inevitably happens to me, um, even in this quote unquote best case scenario, what inevitably happens to me during uh, this amazing week to two weeks of family time and at, during Christmas is that I I get I can get really dark and I can get really impacted by the energy around me and so mm. I continue I don't have this perfected um, but what I will tell you is something I think that any of us can use in any time when we are feeling sad lonely uh, depressed stretched. Um, you know, frustrated, any of those emotions that that are tempting to take us down a road that is not, we already know is not pleasant. We, first of all, we have the opportunity and we have the capability to actually stop that and to choose differently. And so that's one big giant realization is that your emotions are just your emotions. They're, your thoughts are just your thoughts. They feel really powerful in these moments, but they're not you. You are separate from those emotions and thoughts. And so if you can practice a few of these things, you can start to create some space between yourself, you, yourself, your being, your soul, and these thoughts and emotions that are pulling at you in this really dark time. So the number one thing is to get some space and to get some quiet. And this is oftentimes really hard around the holidays because case in point, my family, there's a lot of people. There are six kids in my family, plus parents, plus everyone's kids, right? So there's a right. lot of people. <laughs> um, and so it took me a long time to learn this. But finally last year, uh, you know, I'm 44 now. So I was 43 back then. It took me a long time to learn this. There's been a lot of years trial and erroring this. Um, we, me and my little family finally got our own, we rented like our own place. Um, and it was actually like a big deal. Like I had to kind of talk down my mom because we weren't cramming in her place. I had to talk to my other sister who we have stayed with before. Um, you don't want to offend anyone. Don't want to offend anyone. Why me? would you spend yeah. that money? Like no way. And, um, and so, but I remember just thinking like, I know, like I, I felt really pulled, but I was like, I know that this is going to be good for me. And so, we get there and I literally, I was like, I am, I'm never coming here again without renting our space. Not because like, oh, I needed our own. We didn't have like a big fancy place. It was just like our space. So we had somewhere to go and decompress. Um, my family wasn't, you know, like by day three or four of us, like being in my sister's home, my poor brother-in-law and their kids are like done with us. Right. He's yeah. like, I need a break. <laughs> like, so it was just this beautiful um, kind of respectful action towards myself at my family and then also my the family around me right so so get some space and make some sometimes very scary decisions to create space so um now for you at your family's house or you know in whatever times you are in season you are in during the holidays for example um it's just find some space find 
and what I mean by that is like, it's a very physical, I'm, I'm getting outside. I can breathe, right? Yeah. Go on walks, get in nature, like whatever you can do to create space so that you can come inside. And that's really ultimately the goal. Come inside, touch yourself, touch your inner self, like your real true soul. And when you create the space, when you allow yourself to breathe deeply and get connected to yourself, you will be able to see that there's a space between your thoughts and emotions and yourself. You will be able to sort of like start tearing those apart and say, actually, I can see that I'm feeling this. I can see that I'm feeling this. And I don't really want to go down that road. How can I choose differently? And so creating this space kind of leads us to this second big thing, which is that it creates this moment of asking how. Well, how can I? How can I do what I really want versus what I feel is this train sort of like pushing me along right now or coming and hitting me with this, you know, darkness or sadness? So now you can start asking the question of like, well, how can I or what can I choose instead? And just that question starts opening up a space of creativity to give you more options and more um, more freedom to choose what you want versus what these emotions and thoughts are dictating. So yeah. that that's a very basic level of starting to just get yourself out of those moments. And like... How can I choose differently without not acknowledging the feelings that are there, without glossing over them and pushing them down? Right. Feel the feelings, understand the feelings, acknowledge the feelings in order to choose differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one big tool that I have for this is I journal quite a bit. And so I will write letters to myself, like nice. talking to myself. Journal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it's like... You know, when I, I'm thinking like literally just last week, I sort of had a really down day. It was really tough. I, I can get really low if expectations get thrown a whack. And all of a sudden, the day that I thought I was going to have is not the day that I was going to have. And because I've got all these things on my shoulders, I've got all these things I'm responsible for. And psh, that just went out the window. And what does that mean? Like, I can get really messed up with that stuff. And I'm aware of this. It's not my best trait, but I'm very aware of it. So I was having this down day. And so I get in my journal and to to sort of do everything that you said, which is, you know, honor the emotions, um, give light to these emotions and thoughts, but then also sort of like move on into the space of separating yourself from them. Right. So I literally just wrote like, OK, here, like, Katie, here's what's going on right now. Here's what you're feeling. And sometimes I can get incredibly expressive, like, listen, girl, shut the fuck up <laughs> and just <laughs> just let yourself cry. You need a cathartic cry to go for a walk right now. Like I will command myself like that inner self will start coming through those words and start talking to myself about what it is I really need because I'll be able to see like our emotions and thoughts are very vague and heavy and clouded. When we start extracting them and putting them on paper, for example, they get really clear and concrete. So all of a sudden you could say, well, I'm in a bad mood because A, B, C, and D. And then this other part of you, this like core part of you sees like, okay, and like, it's okay. Like this core part of you knows like, yeah, that sucks. And now what? Like you can choose to have a pity party for yourself and that's okay if you want to. Believe me, sometimes I make that choice very consciously. Um, <laughs> And then sometimes it, you can choose the other by saying like, okay, 
Okay, Katie. Good job, babe. Little pobrecita, you know, poor little girl. Okay, yeah. now get back up and and go do what you really want to do. And it's not this immediate on switch, right? Like I understand that. Like, right. but you can at least get started moving in the direction of wh- how you want to feel and how you want to be versus. I have no control over this, you know, these emotions and feelings that are happening to me right now. All right, Food Heals Nation, if you love Organifi as much as I do, you're going to love these special announcements from Organifi. Harmony is back in stock. It was out for a while. I know, tears, all the tears. It's one of my faves. Um, So it is back and they've got these new beautiful pouches. They've transitioned from the canisters to the pouches. So they are now made with post-consumer recyclable material to support their ever-growing eco-conscious efforts. Way to go. All right. You know what else is back? People always ask me this and it's during the winter and I'm like, it's out. They're like, what is that vegan collagen drink that you drink that tastes like lemonade? And I'm like, it's glow. Glow is finally back year round. It's here to stay. So it used to be seasonal, but now glow is back. That's your hydrating adaptogenic plant-based collagen all in one. And it tastes like a strawberry or a raspberry lemonade. It is absolutely delicious. And Organifi is rolling out three new women's wellness kits. I recommend the one with Harmony Glow Green Juice and their Liver Reset. If you need a little bit of a winter reset, a little winter detox, and then mark your calendars for Friday, February 24th to Monday, February 27th, because if you buy any two Organifi canisters, you'll get free shipping. Plus, as always, you get 20% off your order using my discount code FOODHEALS. Check it all out at OrganifiShop.com slash FOODHEALS. Food Heals Nation, could I love Thrive Cosmetics anymore? I don't know. They're absolutely fantastic. As you know, I don't put anything in my body or on my body that isn't certified 100% vegan or cruelty-free, so that is very important to me. If that's important to you too, then you've got to look at your skincare. You've got to look at your makeup routine, right? What are you putting into your body that's tested on animals, right? That is not something that I'm willing to put on my body. Also, I want to make sure that the skin-loving ingredients are good for me, are not a bunch of chemicals right? So even when it comes to my mascara, that's important too. Everything we put on our body, even our face is going to absorb into our bloodstream. So if I'm using the brilliant eye brightener, the mascara, or their sheer strength hydrating lip tint, I know that the ingredients are not going to be harmful to me. And I know that they weren't tested on animals. Like, did you know that there's so much animal testing that happens to beagles? You know, I've had beagles my whole life. So this breaks my little heart to think about it. I can't even think about it. If you need to any information about the animal testing on beagles, or you want to donate, go to Beagle Freedom Project. Okay. That was a side note because I really am here to talk about Thrive Cosmetics. They are awesome. They've got high performance beauty and skincare products made with clean skin loving ingredients, no parabens, no sulfates, no phthalates, and cause is in the name for a reason because every single purchase supports an organization that helps communities in their words thrive, right? So if you want an instant eye lift, check out the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It is a cream to powder highlighter stick that brightens and opens up your eyes, giving you that 
instant eye lip. You don't need a face tune, just use the Brilliant Eye Brightener. So you kind of put it on the inner corner of your eyes and it looks like you've had lots of restful sleep. It's really pretty. Even if you haven't, like it's a good thing. If you're like, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night, this will help. I promise. Um, you can use that as an eyeshadow to give you a perfect daytime glow, or you can use the darker metallic shades for like a more of a smoky eye. It's foolproof. It's easy to apply and easy to blend. And you've heard me talk about it before, but I love the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara because it makes me look like I'm wearing lash extensions even when I'm not. People love it. It has more than over 20,000, 20,000 five-star reviews. So yes, people really love it. It doesn't smudge. It doesn't flake. It doesn't run down my face. And it's got clean, nourishing ingredients to help support longer, stronger, and healthier lashes over time. So if you haven't already, check out Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you go to thrivecosmetics.com slash foodheals. That's Thrive, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash foodheals. You get 15% off your first order. Check it out. Let me know what you think. So I love writing things down and either getting them out. So let's say if I'm going through something and I'm like, all right, I am not feeling this. I am mad. I am sad. I am lonely, whatever. Okay. I write it, write it, write it. But this isn't a journal that I keep. I tear out the pages. I tear them into little pieces and I either throw them away where no one can ever find them or burn them, whatever, because that gets the energy of the thing out of my body. So I can yes. get back into a happy creative alley mode where I can get back into like who I truly am, which is I'm genu genuine, genuine, generally, genuinely, both, generally both really, genuinely, yeah, <laughs> a pretty like upbeat, positive person. So when yeah. ta things take me out of that, sometimes it can be harder to get back into that, especially if you're in a situation that you're not normally in because it is the holidays and you're with different people or you're in a different town or you're in a different situation, whatever it might be. And so to get myself back, it's like, write it down, write it down, write it down, and then let it go. And yeah. that's freeing. And then mm -hmm. I can write down positive, happy things that, that are like, go get her, Allie. They're like, yay, okay, we're back. Right. <laughs> Let's manifest now. So <laughs> talk to me about how like, okay, so we're busting through these blocks, right? We're pushing past whatever it is. How do we then get into that like magical manifestation mode? And 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 I think there are many tools to do this, but yeah. what are some of your, your tools or what's the next step on that journey? Okay, we're back. We're better. Now what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, this is not linear by any stretch of the Im imagination. My um, mind wants to go step one, step I know. two, step three. So you can break me. You can try to break me of that. Go ahead. I know. No, no. I get it. I, my mind wants to work that way too. And I think I'm, I'm walking myself through this and I'm thinking of the reality of last week or the reality of Christmas last year, right? And it's just... Yeah. You know, okay, so I went and I created some space. Okay, I went hiking in the mountains in Arizona. Oh man, I feel so much better. And then I walk right back into, you know, my family's house and it's just like within 20 minutes, I'm like, ah, anxiety <laughs> all over again, right? <laughs> so first of all, it's okay if that, that thriving doesn't happen right away. It doesn't matter how many affirmations you're writing in your journal or you're listening to, it doesn't matter how, you know, what headspace you get into, it's okay that it just doesn't click on right away. So it often takes time. So, you know, really, once you're in there, and once you have this space, and once you start 
creating this separation or acknowledging this separation between your thoughts and your um, and your emotions and yourself, and you can start asking these big questions of like, okay, well, how um, how how do I want it to be? How do I want to feel? Um, you know, then the next step becomes like get a little clarity on how you do want to feel and how you want things to be. I'll give you a business example for this. So earlier on this year, I created some big goals on like what I want to do with this network and what it's going to be. And I, you know, habitually think very, very big, like beyond big, right? And so that's awesome, except it gets really scary in the middle because I'm like, whoa, that's a giant leap between where I am and there. Yeah. <laughs> and so I remember feeling some level of anxiety early on in the year. You know, we're all setting setting up those big resolutions and goals in the beginning of the year, right? And so like yeah. February hits, I'm like, whoa, okay, I can't do this. I start feeling all of this sort of like... um not so much imposter syndrome, but like, I'm not good enough to do this. I'm not good enough to be this. Like everything that I've just envisioned, there's this not enoughness in me that is, uh, I can feel it. Like it's, I, I'm about to start self-sabotaging and, you know, blow this whole thing up and see, be like, see, I couldn't do it. Right. I could feel right. that stuff coming up. And so I remember just like talking it out with my husband and here, and in that space that I was just talking about, here are the questions that came up. Who do I need to be to run this business? Mm. Who do I need to be around in order to be, to, to, to run this thing that, and to, to be the creator of this thing that I've just described? Who do I need to be? And so that's one question that you could start answering. Okay. So that gave immediate direction towards those answers. Okay. Well, who do I need to be? What do I need to be doing? Somebody who runs that level of a business or somebody who's doing these things and who has created this network that looks like this, what is that person doing? What what does she do? What does her daily life look like? And you don't have to get too granular on this, but I got very clear about a couple of things there. Like, who is this person? Who do I need to be? How do I need to act? What habits do I need to have in order to have that? And that's where that attraction, law of attraction starts working because once you start identifying, hey, this is sort of the person that I want to be. And in the, you know, in sort of the smaller example or the different example of, you know, Christmas time and the holidays or being in a rut or being just in a low moment, you can start with that same question, which is like, who do I want to be today? How do I want this day to go? And so in in getting clear on what that might look like, you can either write it down or just be talking it out with yourself or thinking it out. Um, you know, you just start to have a vision of sort of this beautiful, like who you are. And most likely you have a big smile on your face. You're laughing. Perhaps you're around people that you really love. And you. F what is universal, though, is that you feel great. You feel really good in those visions. Yeah. So it's about getting into like just really like letting yourself be in that vision of feeling good. And then the natural question that will come up is like, what can I do right now that will at least help me get a baby step towards that? Because that feels better than this other thing that's been trying to like knock me on my butt. Right. Right. So. Um, so. So, yeah. So then that's what happens. And I think in that in that clarity, in that in that vision followed by the action, things start shifting, just yeah. even the littlest of bit. And all of a sudden, maybe something 
you know, like you get an email that's like really good news or, um, you know, you now get introduced to somebody who's exactly the peer that you needed to talk about that business thing that, you know, that high level creator of this network would have wanted to have that connection. So, yeah. So like little things like that start happening. And so it's now becomes a practice to like just continue to sort of take action towards this vision of who do I need to be to have this or to be this or to feel this way? Yeah. I remember our mutual friend, Adam Shibley, when he was on my show years ago, um, he was talking about the law of attraction. And his whole point was the law of attraction doesn't work without action. And so we can't just sit there and hope that things come to us because we're in our prayer pose and trying to manifest. And we also can't just only take action steps and not get into the feeling, just like you're talking about, of well, who do I need to be? And what does that feel like? And who is she? And how does she walk in the world? How does she show up in the world? I remember when maybe like 10 years ago, or even 20 years ago, who knows where I got this from. But I remember the advice was dress for the job you want, not the job you have. So it's like, don't dress like you're going to the fast food restaurant. No, no judgment on that. But just dress for, you know, you want to be the boardroom, then wear a pantsuit. I don't know. Now, I'm not saying that go wear a pantsuit. And now everyone wants to work from home. So I'm not saying only wear your PJs. But the point of it is, dress for what you want act how act as if if. act as if I have a meditation exactly that title (laughs) I think that's why I brought it up (laughs) yes I mean I have a whole um on my morning meditation for women there's weekly themes I had a manifesting theme and that was that was one of those meditations for the week was like act as if be in that space be in that feeling as much as you can yeah. And even another example, I, all these examples are floating to my head right now because of this conversation. But I remember Kimmy, Kim Seltzer, our, another mutual friend of ours, also a podcaster with a charisma quotient, said on my show, um, if you want to attract love, if you want to attract a man, I know this is a different topic, but it's just to the point of like act as if wear red. Um, red automatically attract as for women. Auto, I don't know about guys. Sorry, this is for women advice. Uh, wear <laughs> red because it automatically attracts the opposite sex and it tells the world, hey, I'm looking, I'm here, I am open to love. And just doing little things like that is telling yourself, it's making a commitment to yourself. Okay, I am this now. I am open for a relationship, for a business person. Like I am in that space of who Katie, of who Allie needs to be to be that um, successful businesswoman. Uh, maybe it's family, like you're at, like we were talking about the holidays and everything. Well, who do I need to be in this space to be the one that's happily um, cooking and baking and playing with the kids and not thinking about, oh, what my friend or sister or whatever just said that triggered me? Who do I right. need to be in that space to not be upset or triggered by the things that normally would have brought me down in the past. Asking yourself, who do I need to be? And acting as if you are that person can take so much of this, like, I don't know, I'm thinking of like blocks in a backpack that we're holding onto, like as soon as we walk into the door to that situation that we know is going to trigger us. It's like it lifts those blocks out of the backpack before we even walk through the door of what that, that thing or event is that is known to cause us pain or triggers or whatever. Well, what, the way I look at it is it's an open door versus like it's an open door that that elicits creativity. Like, oh, like there's answers here, right? Like there's something in here. Like, who do I need to be? How who do I need to be to feel this way? Like that feels good. It feels possible. It feels like like kind of like a, a an open 
um, you know, flower field full of possibilities. Here, go choose the flower that you want, right? Whereas the other door feels very closed. I'm going to feel depressed. This sucks. And I'm low today, therefore I'm low. I mean, I don't know about you, but like I definitely have days where I just wake up and I I feel it. Like I I call it on the fence days. I feel like I'm on the fence. Mm -hmm. I can either have a quote unquote good day or bad day, right? And I feel it. And on those days, I I don't always win at this, by the way. I really want to make sure that this is clear. This is not something I'm doing every single day and I'm always on top of it every day. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. But I <laughs> totally. feel like um, when in, in these moments when you feel tugged, when you feel like, you know, this little thing called darkness and sadness or frustration or anger, anger is a big trigger too or a big yeah. uh, red flag too, any of these emotions that just aren't your normal joyful happy self, like, you know, if you're feeling tugged by those, like, yeah, go, there's opportunity there, but there, it's a closed door if you, if you aren't proactive about it. This, this requires you to be proactive and to choose a little differently. So, you know, these are those moments to sort of stop, slow down, take a breath, find the space and allow your mind to find the open door so that you can choose the flower you want to choose, right? Because that feels so much better than going down this this and going into this door that's going to shut right behind you and boom, you already know what's there. Yes. And there's this beautiful um, vibrational emotional scale. You can Google it and it kind of has, it's colored like a rainbow and it's kind of like, okay, if I'm in anger or depression, there's no way I can jump straight to joy right? That's just not possible. But you can look at this emotional scale and go, all right, I'm in anger. But what's one vibration higher than anger so I can move my way up to joy slowly? And one vibration higher could be, what is it really? I'm disappointed, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Then you're, it's like you're vibrating at a slightly higher frequency. You're still sad. You're still mad, but you're disappointed, right? And then from there, maybe you move to like, you know what? I'm frustrated, right? Yeah. And then you keep moving and moving as you go through it. And then you go, but maybe I'm hopeful that I can transform this or fix this or get out of this situation. You know, then you go, well, your mind starts to create solutions to get you out of the despair. So maybe I'm hopeful. Maybe I'm positive that this can work and you keep moving through it. It's like whenever people are like, right, when you, oh, when you don't feel good, write a gratitude journal. Sure. Gratitude is great, but there are times when you are so disappointed or so angry or so sad that you're like, I can't get to gratitude because I'm not grateful about anything because my life sucks right now, okay? Yeah, and you're just like like angrily writing like, I'm grateful for my husband. Right. (laughs) You know? Like, I'm grateful for my dog. She won't stop barking, whatever it is. Like, I'm grateful for my car that doesn't have any gas in it or just broke down or whatever the fuck. So it's like, excuse me, French. But, you know, so it's like, not the best time to get a gratitude list. Okay, don't go straight to gratitude. Is there something you can appreciate? Is there something you can appreciate? You know, one little tiny thing that you can appreciate. And then you go, all right, maybe it's not so bad. All right. Is there something I can do? All right. And you kind of work your way. And if you're looking for what I'm talking about, you can literally Google like, I don't know, emotional scale of law of attraction or something. And it goes through all of the feelings that you can kind of move through. So if you don't even know where to go, you're like, no, I'm mad. I don't know where to go from here. You can literally look up the scale and maybe it can help you like move up a little bit, move out of it. And it can be slow and it can be gradual. And it doesn't mean that that person who wronged you, you have to forgive immediately, right? Like these things can take time, but it means if we're not forgiving that person, we're not holding anything against them. It's not affecting them. It's something we're holding against ourselves. So I would just say, 
work your way through it so you can get to that place of forgiveness for that person or for that thing or for God or for the universe. You know, it's not always a physical person. It could be a circumstance. It could be a religious thing. You know, it could be, I mean, when I say religious, I just mean like you're blaming the universe or God for doing something to you. Blame all that stuff. We can shift out of those, but we got to do it with gentleness and with acknowledgement that that thing happened. Yeah. 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 And I feel like, you know, I'm thinking here again, just about this ultimate question that you're asking, how can we not just survive tough times? How can we thrive? How can we really... Well, thank you for bringing the question back. I forgot yeah. about that. Well, I mean, I'm. it's so pertinent and in, in, in it's we're answering it and dissecting it in all of these scenarios and examples, which I think are beautiful. And I feel like it hits home with like, first of all, it's okay that you're having rough times. I feel like sometimes in this, in a lot of kind of this space of manifesting and light work and all this sort of stuff. It's just, yay, affirmations will make you feel better, right? Like, (laughs) life is great. Well, no, like, everyone thinks that I'm so zen because I'm like this creator of all these meditations and I write these meditations. And You do sound very zen on the meditation, so I I do appreciate that about you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I have to tell you, there are times, if uh, you listening, go look at any one, go subscribe to any one of my podcasts, okay? Anything that says meditation for women in it. And there's a bunch of them. And I guarantee you, the guided ones specifically, you will, it won't take you very long to find one that you emotionally are like, yes, yes, I need that one. Or like, that was a downtime, like, like that one fills me and I need to be filled right now. And guess what? It's because I went through that. I was in that moment Writing these meditations are incredibly therapeutic for me. Oftentimes, so many times when I'm just in a really rough or dark spot, my husband's like, go write about it. Go write a meditation. Do you know how many people you'll help? Because they're all going through that too. And I'm like, shut up. I know. (laughs) And of course, he's always right. And it's, it's incredibly therapeutic for me because it's dissecting this, again, this really general gray cloud that's inside. And for me, it's dissecting it. And it's sort of like this massive catharsis to get it out. And my goal is to give you the exact same tool that I just created for myself, right? So like you're feeling, you're feeling lonely. Great. Look, go listen to this one. You know, you are um, feeling sad and you're on the verge of tears. I have one called you're on the verge of tears. So like, great, go listen to that one. You're going to go through this process of this catharsis so that you can, you can process that and you can experience what that's like. So I guess I say all of that because, you know, these, um, going from surviving to thriving, I believe anyone who's listening to this show is someone who will already just by nature of who they are for listening to this show already, is not the person to just like go down the stream of ri- the river of life. Like you're not just taking life as it comes. You're not just taking everything. Everything is truth that comes to you. You know, like I'm just going to go with the flow. Like, no, we don't do that. We create our own freaking rivers. We create our own waterways and that takes conscious work. And so we have downtimes because there's no prescribed, um, path for us. We are each creating our own path and no one person gets to tell us how to do it. And so it is a creation every step of the way of how we're going to choose to do life today, how we're going to choose to create the life for tomorrow, for us, for our kids, for our families. 
And that is incredibly empowering and also exhausting and really challenging. So you are going to have low moments. It's okay. It's part of all of this. And to thrive, the biggest advice that I would have to say is like it over time, like just look at it over time. It's really easy to be in the moment and to think like, I'm depressed because, you know, this is happening and this feels like it's never going to end. Like I wrote this one meditation. I don't remember what the name of it was, but it was the the metaphor was like that we think that this thunderstorm that we're in and this lightning storm, we think it's going to last forever. Right. And guess what? Mother nature doesn't work that way and neither do we. Like we And we are part of her. So let's learn from those storms. Even the worst of storms pass. And pretty soon there's sun shining through, there's flowers growing, everything is blooming, right? And so how do we, pardon the bad cliche, but how do we learn to be in the storm? If you choose to dance, great. If you choose to just hold still and just breathe your way through it, great. Like it doesn't really matter what you do. It just matters that you believe that the storm's going to pass because then it doesn't hold as much heaviness anymore. And the thriving will naturally happen by nature of who you are. Um, mic drop, podcast <laughs> No, but I'm uh, with you. And like, I love the analogy of the storm and it makes so much sense. Even like what you just went through, you just had to evacuate recently in Florida yeah. for hurricanes. And I grew up evacuating in North Carolina um, multiple times. I went to college in Wilmington. I just remember we kept having to leave for storms. My parents had beach houses and guess what? Beach houses got knocked down. Homes were lost. And I, you know, it can be very emotional when something like that happens, but then you get the insurance money and you rebuild something bigger and better to fill that space that you never could have imagined had the storm not come. And so I, I know I'm simplifying and, you know, the storms are not a blessing to many people. And I don't mean to say that, but what I'm saying is if you think about it with that metaphor, and I think about when that's happened in my life, it's like, but what if there's something better than the thing that is being destroyed right now? What if this is happening for you, not to you. And when you reframe it like that, you know, I have a trust and a knowing, and I don't know where this comes from because I've been through a lot of shit. I guess that's where it comes from. Yeah. That whatever the F I am going through is going to benefit me in the future. And I know I can't see it yet. Yeah. I'm in a car accident or I'm being broken up with, or I'm losing something or someone that I've held on deeply. I'm losing a relationship. There is a purpose in that. And there is a purpose to the pain. And I know I would never say that to someone while they're going through something. Like if someone's like, everything happens for a reason when you're losing someone, F them. Like, no, do not say that to somebody. You're like, you can come back into my life in like four months. Exactly. (laughs) It is a deeper knowing. So don't say that to anybody that's going through something. Have a deeper knowing within yourself. This is only for you. This is only for me. This is not, do not give this advice to other people. Like, no, it's okay. You'll, you'll see the reason behind this one day when they're like F off, you know? So this is really about you having that deeper inner knowing that, there is a purpose behind this. And if you get through it and you have some grace and ease, it's just going to get easier and easier to get through the next one. And you're going to find the bliss and joy and be able to thrive in these deep, dark situations. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, to to put a nice little cherry on top of this, you started the conversation with the example of, you know, uh, those of us who might be f- facing these holidays already knowing that they're not typically pleasant times for us. And so, you know, it may be worth considering, well, okay, that's been historically the case, but how can I make it? What, 
But what would it feel like to have a really great holiday? Like what 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 does that look like? What could I create right now? And guess what? That might spark some ideas to be like, hey, I'm going to put on a girl's trip and where I'm just going to invite two of my other friends and we're going to go do whatever. Or um, I'm like going to you and Ashley always. Do. I know. <laughs> and, you know, like uh, or I'm going to go do something really special to honor the memory of my dad so that it's it feels really good and 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 beautiful rather than just sad and um and and depressing. So it, it again, it just puts you in the driver's seat of your life, which you are if you're listening to this. Um, <laughs> it 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 gives you the chance to say, what do I want my life to be? And um and doing that amidst that that some of that darkness, right? And 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 it all it all and the storm ends up passing. It's all fine. Everything's okay. Yeah. When it comes to the meditations that you are pouring your heart and soul into, and I and I hear it because I'm an avid listener. And for me, one thing that helps me get out of a tough time is laying down, listening to a guided meditation because I don't want to have to think, okay, get away thoughts. Like I don't want yeah. to have to, to have thoughts about getting rid of my thoughts, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, like I need that. to hear someone like you. Um, I listen to your podcast. I listen to Marissa Incandescent podcast to help guide me through these troubling times. And now you have eight shows with all some guided, some sounds um, mm -hmm. with all of these different ways for us to kind of get out of whatever our funk is at that time. Like you have just affirmations for anxiety, but you also have raindrops and the sweetest music. Affirmation. Yeah. I am prosperous. I'm reading off the podcast right now. Meditation. Sweet dreams. Beautiful. I can hear yeah. you saying that to me. <laughs> like it's so Sweet lovely. Dreams, beautiful. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I have the one you're discussing is the sleep meditation for women. That is incredibly powerful for so many of us. Um, I have had trouble sleeping my entire life uh, in many, many different seasons. So, you know, just all of those themes, the morning meditation for women, the one I had mentioned earlier, that's, uh, um, you know, weekly themes, five to seven minute meditations, very quick for that person who's like in the season of their life where they want a habitual, you know, meditation every single morning to kind of start their day very intentionally. Meditation for women is the original uh, that has a little bit of everything. It's like this buffet style of all the different types of meditations that you could imagine. Um, and then daily affirmations. Um, those are obviously daily every single day. We're, we're meditating five minutes or so on just this one affirmation. The other three are all sounds. So it's like, um, you know, s sleep sounds, um, uh, water nature sounds, ambient sounds. And, the, and then the most recent one I have is the sleep meditation, but it's a three hour version. So we have our normal like 20 to 30 minutes of guidance and then the music just goes on for three hours so you know you don't have to worry about it going to the next episode so yeah and they're all they're all very purposeful so anyone listening no matter where they are in their life can either find one that you know helps them during a dark time gets their day ready like whatever that i literally right before we got on i was feeling like all stressed and anxious about all the to-dos right Right. Um, I don't know if anyone's ever felt that way. I never felt that way. Never. Like, what are you talking about? A lot of my meditations <laughs> have to do with that, by the way, for obvious reasons. Um, and so yeah. I just put on like my water nature sounds and it was this beautiful like violin on the beach sounds just going on for an hour and like just in the background and it feels nice and chill. So yeah, I, my intention is that these are here to bring easily bring more calm, more peace and ultimately an opportunity for you to connect deeper to yourself so that you know how to maneuver your life and what direction to go in at any given time.
uh, I was about to talk about my dog and she started barking. So I was going to tell you this story of how I also use sleep meditation for women three hours for um, when I was dog sitting. I had three dogs and I had a podcast and um, I put them all in the bedroom and I I blasted sleep meditation for women because I knew it would go for three hours. I think I had two, two back to back. So maybe that's like, you know, two hours, two nice. and a half hours. Yeah. And Listen, they stayed quiet. Okay, so you did something to the yes. Dog. I mean, <laughs> oh my god, maybe you're tapping into my next po- uh, next couple of podcasts, like meditate or my next next network, meditations for animals. <laughs> I will, I'll be your first listener because yes. if it will keep them quiet while I podcast, because it's like. <laughs> You know, it's hard when you have pets to keep them quiet. And like, I, I don't want to lock Lily up all the time for hours if I have to sit in here because she gets so lonely. So it's like if I can give her a little meditation, she can just relax. You know, that's kind of nice. So I'm down. <laughs> well, apparently she's on board with that. So, you know, that's her saying yes. All right, girl. Well, this has been lovely. But before we wrap up, I'm going to share your giveaway with Food Heals Nation listeners, probably because I helped you craft it. <laughs> So Food Heals Nation, if you want to win a gift bag full of our favorite organic vegan products, products from some of our favorites like Just Thrive Health, Organifi, Drink Renew, Chagachino, Athletic Greens, Energy Bit, CBD Fountain, Global Healing Center, and more, all you have to do to enter is listen to one of Katie's meditation podcasts, leave her a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and then screenshot your review and post it to social media. You can tag her at Women's Meditation Network, and that is how you are entered to win. And if you don't have social media, Katie, how can they email you? They can email me at hello at womensmeditationnetwork.com. Hello. Hello. How are you? <laughs> is it me you're looking for? <laughs> oh, we're doing two different songs. I, I know. <laughs> Who knew that we were going to end this with karaoke? What? Oh, well, we end everything with karaoke. Welcome <laughs> to Nashville. I mean, that's what we did when you came. And oh, we my God. We embraced the night. And we sang like absolute rock stars. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. So fun. Oh, Shout my out. gosh. My Kelly's. voice still hurts from that. <laughs> oh, my God. Mine doesn't. I've already, I already sang with Laura and, oh, my other friend. Two other people since you left. So. Oh, that's so great. I love it. So yes, go enter for the gratitude giveaway. Win a free basket of all the most amazing stuff in there. Um, and then I get to say thank you to you. Yes. And so if you win, Katie will send you a DM or an email. And then you just have to send your address so she can send you the gift bag. Yay. Yay. Katie, thank you so much for being here, everyone. It is at Women's Meditation. Everything is at womensmeditationnetwork.com. You can listen to all eight of Katie's podcasts there. Download them on your favorite podcast player. Follow Katie on social media at Women's Meditation Network. Katie, I love you. I appreciate you. And I can't wait to have you back again. I think in January, we're going to have you back Woohoo! I am returning. Let's just co-host. <laughs> I know. You can come co-host with me. Uh, well, if you come to Nashville and I do shows, you can just come co-host. Ooh. But usually when you guys visit me, I cancel all my shows and then I we know. can hang out. I know. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, Allie, you are amazing. I always feel so honored to be here and to be with your listeners. It's just always such a treat. Thank you. Heels Nation, you asked and we answered. We often talk about gut health for humans, but what about our furry friends? So one of the questions I got recently was how we can boost the immune system of our pets. So I brought my girl, Tina Anderson. She's a friend of Food Heels and founder of Just Thrive to answer your questions. So Tina, 
how can we support our pet's gut health and why is that so important? Yeah, well, our pet's gut health is just as important as our gut health is to humans. So, um, and then the thing that we're seeing is that dogs are experiencing a lot of digestive challenges like gas, loose stools, even like unusual bad breath and sleep troubles and itchy skin and all of that. So um, we formulated a probiotic for pets that is just for pets. And um, because we know that they are, they are faced with all of the challenges that humans are faced with, if not more. In fact, you know, we see a lot of dogs having a lot of gastrointestinal issues and that's where their immune system is. Their immune system is found in their gut, just like humans, 70, 80% percent of the immune system and immune cells are found in the gut. So it's really important for dogs that we're taking care of the gut health, uh, their gut health. And, um, you know, there's pesticides in the food that they're eating um, and in the grass. Like think of all the Roundup that's sprayed on our lawns and at parks. The dogs are ingesting this and that Roundup, that glyphosate, that active ingredient in Roundup is wreaking havoc on our guts, on the guts of our pets. Um, and then there's the wheat, corn, soy, and all of those ingredients that are found in many commercial dog foods. And, and then emotional stress, you know, like thunderstorms being boarded up, all of those, you know, stressors are really starting to wreak havoc on a dog's gut microbiome. And, um, so because dogs are experiencing leaky gut, just like humans, we actually did a leaky gut study on dogs. And we found that uh, we created a probiotic formulation. And the study showed that it was done by the University of Agriculture Sciences and Veterinary Medicine. And it basically showed that after taking these strains, um, they started to see, you know, reduction in leaky gut, they started seeing gastrointestinal issues were greatly reduced and just dogs all around feeling better. So and and we've seen this with our customers just seeing them, you know, be able to address a lot of the issues that, they're, that the dogs have been having, um, and primarily the digestive issues. This is incredible. Food Heals Nation, if that's not a compelling enough reason to go to justthrivehealth.com and get your dog, your cat, your pet some probiotics and get their immune system boosted, I don't know what is. Coupon code is foodheals 15 to get 15% off your order. Tina, thank you so much for breaking that down for us and helping us help our furry friends get healthy. You bet. Thank you. All right, Food Heals Nation, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Katie. And before we wrap up today, I thought I would share with you one of my favorite Katie Kermitzos meditations from the Women's Meditation Network. Enjoy. Roll it, Roxy. When you've been worrying too much, When you're consumed by the details. When the energy of fear is making your decisions. Return to gratitude. When you're running through your day just trying to keep up. When you're obsessed with what you don't yet have. 
return to gratitude. When the feelings of not enough start creeping in, when you feel lonely, when nothing seems to make any sense, return to gratitude. Return to gratitude and watch everything shift. Feel your energy move from scarcity to abundance. Feel your attitude move from stress calm. Feel your life move from scattered to deeply connected. Return to gratitude. Return to yourself. So breathe deeply and really feel the miracle of your breath. The intake of oxygen fueling your life. The releasing settling you here into this moment. Breathe. And let that fresh air circulate through your body. Cleansing what's dark inside. And releasing it all out with every exhale. Breathe. 
allow all those thoughts to pass you by as you return to yourself with every single breath and return to gratitude. Gratitude for this breath. Gratitude for your shelter. Gratitude for your health. Gratitude for your beautiful body. Return to gratitude for those who love you. For Mother Nature all around you. For the sunshine and the rain. And for all of the experiences you've had that have brought you here today. with gratitude for the mistakes you've made the lessons you've learned and the freedom to create your life gratitude overflow for all the laughter the tears the anger the fears and the opportunities to feel them all
Let gratitude become one with you. For the beautiful being that you are. Return to gratitude, dear one. And from this space, you will begin anew. Released from the heaviness and alight with love. Namaste, beautiful. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their $39.99 a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately. <laughs>